in a nondescript-looking office in a corner of a nondescript-looking station, somewhere in Barnard's Star. A very grumpy-looking man in a sweater is glowering at the doorway. Littering, said doorway, is a collection of broken crockery, surrounding a number of prone bodies of orderlies who had the temerity to, at some point, attempt to step through it. The screens on the walls around the room have a red rectangle in the middle of them, emblazoned with white letters, spelling the word LOCKDOWN. He's not had his coffee. The deliveries have all been blocked. The laundromat hasn't pressed his clothes. His favourite aunt is still stuck over in Van Marnen's star, as the passenger liner she was taking her months-long pleasure cruise in has been barred from entering the Barnard star system. No one is listening to his instructions anymore, and all he can hear are pirate shanty songs over the local CB radio. He's absolutely fuming. What's more, someone has left his entertainment system tuned to Hutton Orbital, and his eyes goggle out of his head, face flush an even more dangerous shade of red, and his knuckles go white as he grips the one remaining unbroken mug at hearing the words our mics are live good evening good evening from a slightly more peaceful orbital studio this week it looks like all the armored personnel from the last war have decamped somewhere else you mean I dressed up specially like this and there's no war anymore? I was looking forward to trying out all this new gear. I mean, what am I going to do with all these weapons now? Could try cooking your dinner with that plasma rifle. Tried that. The crockery just wasn't the same ever again. I don't need a gun. I've got a pan. Ouch. And uh, a fearsome implement that is too. That's left a bump. Ow. Well, um, I suppose we ought to catch up on the news headlines. Maestro, the bong, please. Pantheon goes from Odin to Nochin. Now you know how Alex does it, why not give it a try? Technology gives us a new... Walking stick. The Hutton Biathlon? Yeah, dream on. Hanky gets zero star reviews. Shoulder pads? They're so 3308. We take Barnard's star very seriously. We're Dyson with death. And news of community-led events. Commander Vantiern, the stalwart who's been on board Hutton before Hutton was Hutton. When Hutton was just somewhere a long way away. Mug creator, powerhouse behind almost all that we do. The metaphorical, long-lasting batteries that power the Hutton rabbit. Sorry, Bunny. Has changed. Sporting his all-father beard, resplendent with its rat's nests and samples of his last few hundred meals, which has grown over many months. 
he cut a splendid figure on remote calls. From his perspective, he was a sober, imposing character. From everyone else's point of view, he was a man hiding the bottom half of his face behind a poorly maintained sheep. And they could only hope that the thing moving in the centre of all that hair was his mouth, and not the back end of the sheep. Something had to go. Something had to change. Something had to be organised. Bantian's hand is never far from the hand of the charity bucket, always prepared to rattle it to make money for one or another, or where possible both, of our favourite charities. Bantian decided to terminate two avians with one missile and remove enough weight from his chin so that he could once more hold his head upright, while simultaneously putting a spring in his step by raising money for charity. So, after much knocking on doors, asking for help and stealing of nerves, the fateful day arrived. And with over 1,500 credits plus tax rebates at stake, he was committed. First came the hedge trimmers, then the blowtorch, then the scythe. And before everyone's eyes, Vantian had the years stripped from him. Within a few minutes, the wild man of Borneo, all right, Hutton, slipped back to his time as Victorian-era Spring-Heel Jack and thence to a youthful, fresh-faced look which his wife has described as disturbing, uh, but invigorating. The people who will be helped by the money Vantian has raised by this action say, thank you, babyface. Everyone else is busily looking up how fast facial hair can grow back. Several times over a few weeks, we've mentioned Alex Zuno's magnum opus, which, despite the sound, is not a large Irish cat, but a comprehensive guide to being effective at fighting pirates, thus gaining glory, credits, and the adulation of your fellow pilots. The good news is that the first draft is now complete, covering all aspects of ships, loadouts, locations, and techniques. Whether you're a novice wanting to have a good start at PVE, or an experienced pilot who just can't believe the vast numbers that Alex ratcheted up week after week, there's something for everyone. If you've looked at this guide in weeks past, then it's time to revisit it, as the first two sections have been extended, and there's a whole new page that's been added recently. If you're a new pilot and want to learn the best way to fight pirates right from the start, then again, this is the place to go. Alex has been very generous in sharing her knowledge, which has been hard won over a very long time, and I think she'd find the most fitting thanks for all this hard work would be for pilots to take this on board and create new and better records for bounty hunting. So read, learn, apply, and you too could have your name spoken with on week after week in the Hutton Sports Report. All of this awaits at https colon slash slash dot space slash hunter. In the galaxy there are many rare goods, most of which Amelia has shoved into her mouth for one reason or another. The newest one, however, would not be a suitable candidate for oral ingestion. It's a stick. A walking stick. Now, when we say a walking stick, you might be thinking of the sort that's hewn from hazel or chestnut or even blackthorn, which provides support for the weary traveller on long hikes, can be used to poke at snakes or 
used to tell the time or work out the height of a pyramid if you know how far away Cairo is, or something like that. But no. Here we're looking at a different kind of support. Support for the ego in the form of a space selfie stick. Now don't all go running off to check, you won't currently find your selfie stick listed on the loadout for any of your suits, nor can you buy one from Pioneer Supplies, because every suit comes equipped with the same model, the Selfie Masterette Junior. This is a basic model that has an easy extending mechanism that allows for photographs from great distances at one moment, and then fails at 10 centimeters from your face in another direction, seemingly lowering a modesty veil so that it's unable to see what you're doing. And if you've ever tried doing anything in a spacesuit that would require the use of a modesty veil, you'll know that the only likely outcome is a sprain and a very hard to explain bruise. We understand that engineers will soon be able to upgrade the selfie stick, allowing for aerial shots from such majestic height that you'll be almost invisible. You'll be able to cry, I can see my house from up here, and you'll need to post a warning for low-flying spaceships in the area. Rival companies say that the selfie stick is just a relic of the past, and the time has come for a forward-looking way of everyone being able to show off their latest biological samples or sunset when it reaches just the right shade of pink. Prepare to be freed from the stick is their slogan, and they have shown a concept model of a camera that can easily be removed from the suit, placed on a rock and, wait for it, you can press a button and then have 10 seconds to scamper back, smile, try to face the right direction, show your indecision as to whether you should be crouching or not, ask anyone else in the vicinity, does that light look like it's blinking to you? Then seamlessly add another great shot to your collection of natural-looking poses of people in spacesuits with their eyes closed. Commander Infinite Dreamer threw the metaphorical cat amongst the thought experiment pigeons this week as he postulated that there should be a second Odyssey-enabled stage for commanders attempting the hut and run. He envisaged starting the clock at the same time as usual, i.e. as soon as you exit hyperspace in the vicinity of Alpha Centauri, but not to stop it as you dock at Hutton. Instead, to finish as you down your first drink, reminiscent of the scene from Ice Cold and Alex, where our heroes celebrate a very long, tiring and hot journey with an ice-cold beer, except that space is a lot colder than fridge temperatures and any drink that cold would freeze your insides before they shatter. And we're also not sure who Alex is. It's a nice idea, but we can think of a few problems. One dot tab, there would be an unfair advantage for anyone who flew a ship where the disembarkation point was closer to the hangar door. 2.tab. The bartender doesn't actually serve drinks. We suspect there's another person who does, but they're of diminutive height and we can't see them over the counter. 3.tab. In Terry's fusion, keeper of the hut and helper hamsters, tells us that the barman is a very shady character who never writes anything down on principle, so there'll be no record of you reaching the bar other than your selfie and who's got time to keep looking at all those photos. 4.tab. If you've had a frustrating time with padlockers, the last thing you need is to have to push your way through a crowd at the bar, all of whom are waving large credit notes in the vain attempt to grab the attention of anyone who was actually serving. 5.tab Your mate would probably have to do the equivalent of a wing signal and get in a round beforehand and at Hutton, keeping your eye on your pint is a full-time occupation. 
We've reported in the past how King Hanky and his clones have the galaxy's largest collection of elite statuses, and that this has created a shortage in the galaxy. Now that an afternoon's mining can get you one elite, a round trip to Colonia can get you another, obviously not on Hanky's fleet carrier bus service, and although combat is harder to obtain, wise commanders know that Thargoid throttling is the most efficient way to your third, so with all that, it's necessary for something to be done about it. <clears throat> well, the Pilots' Federation have managed to put their heads together, have gone, ow, why did you do that? Then, after taking some paracetamol, come up with a special reward scheme, stars. Not the huge balls of gas that cause pain for those impudent enough to stare at them, or to fly too close with wax wings or a sidewinder, but those little twinkly bits of sparkly plastic that you last saw in a name badge at McThargoids. Yes, reaching elite is not enough anymore. You need to get your stars for Trader of the Month, Most Helpful Smuggler, Least Likely to Clog Cubicle 3, and many more before you can truly say that you've achieved all that you can achieve. King Hanky, when approached for comment, merely replied, Bugger. Whilst some pilots are happy to spend their days lounging around in the same old flight suit that everyone else has, there are a growing number of them that have taken to being perennial dedicated followers of fashion. Not for them, the drab overalls and standard freaky split-toe boots of the impoverished Sidewinder pilot. Instead, they adorn themselves with colourful onesies, stylish high-collared jackets with ostentatiously coloured sleeves and combats. Um, those are cargo pants for the night shift commanders. With pockets large enough to secrete an entire larder full of pocket munchings for nibbling on during radio shows. The ability, for some commanders, to now set foot into the bar for a quick liaison with an NPC or two, or throw some shapes on the dance floor to any number of tunes from the jukebox, um, as long as those shapes are standing upright or bobbing up and down like you've got some Karsuki locusts nibbling your bum, has meant that tailors throughout the galaxy have been hard at work putting their late spring 3307 collections together. From Desert Chick through to High Plains Grifter, complete with wide-brimmed hat, you can now accessorize your high-tech, highly expensive survival suit in just about any way you like. Except, of course, if you're a fan of shoulder pads. Shoulder pads are right out. They're not trendy. Try to apply your decal to your American football-esque reinforced tackling protection and the hollow paint will end up hovering in space. What's more, there appears to have been a bit of a mix-up, and for those identifying with the female form, just about anything for the top half appears to be totally invisible. Of course, thanks to high G protective undergarments, many blushes from all parties have been spared, and of course, the Pilots' Federation are looking into it as a matter of importance. Mucky lot. We are reassured by the cognoscenti of the world of fashion that 3308 will be the year of the shoulder pads, the dynasty dominator, the retro 80s Artemis, and of course the new romantic maverick variants, 
will be all the range. Just as soon as they can work out how to attach the oversized elements to your shoulders without resorting to a nail gun, super glue, and lots and lots of Velcro. The security lockdown that was pending for Barnard Star took hold on Friday and is still in effect, reducing Hutton influence to a paltry 25%. So turn in Hutton bounties in Barnard Star and don't forget, you can earn these in any Hutton system. Four of the other six Barnard Star factions are busy squabbling in wars, so the opportunity to increase Hutton's influence is almost nil, until of course the toys are collected, put back in their various prams, and Teddy is retrieved from the corner, and his arms and legs are stitched back on. Not the head though, otherwise they'll never learn. This week, floundering at the shallow end alongside Barnard Star are last week's joint losers, Ross 671, recovering from a pirate attack, and Kakari. Alpha Centauri staggered over the 40% threshold like a paralytic newlywed after recovering from last week's not-so-serious megacorporation challenge. And no, that's not a new holoscreen game show. Happily and finally... Hutton lost the war in the Aspellini system and withdrew to goods disgracefully, but all is not lost as we have another war, it's somewhere else we don't want to be. Carson and Ari, the long-stay hotel from which we don't seem able to ever leave, is giving Hutton an opportunity to express checkout, and on the bright side, I won't have to think of a new hotel gag each week. If you want to be certain of a Hutton defeat, and the right answer is yes, you do, then fight for Carson and Ari Limited against Hutton, which will push us into the departure lounge. Let's hope we don't fall asleep in the toilet and miss the flight. In addition to Barnard Star, there is only one other adverse state in Hutton space, and that's the civil unrest in Wolf 359. Have supplies of the Don's moustache wax been hijacked again? Who knows? Anyway, redeem Hutton bounties, or combat bonds for that matter, at Hutton-controlled stations in the Wolf 359 system. During the week, pirate attacks were swiftly dealt with in Wolf 124 and Trepin, so well done to the truckers who reacted quickly and decisively to those. At the top end of the Hutton System League, eight systems are above 60%. That's a third of them. Come on, guys, how hard is between 40 and 60 to remember? How about 50% give or take a bit? Is that easier? Custodians, get a grip of your systems. Call for help where and when needed. We're not in expansion yet, but we will be. Just wait. Meanwhile, in Colonia, Grand Paladin Hanky asked that truckers work for Hot Colin Pytheus to win the election there and generally boost Hot Col influence in ECP and Tier. We still need to leave Hotel Carson and Ari, where other factions are complaining to the hotel management and trying to have us evicted. At last! Priorities this week. If you want to truck something, boost Hutton Influence the lowest four systems mentioned earlier, including Ross 671, particularly Alpha Centaur as it recovers from the war. If you want to shoot something, Kill pirates and turn in the bounties at Barnard Star to shorten the lockdown and also in Wolf 359 to shorten the civil unrest. We still need to leave Carson and Ari, so fight for Carson and Ari Limited against Hutton. This is Norma Snockers, bringing you the latest information on community organised events from around the galaxy. 
The Comfy Cannon Cruise, organised by Commander Mephisto, has passed the halfway point of the Fleet Carrier Assisted Visit to all of the 124 waypoints of the Cannon Challenge, and it's taking a very short breather. Commander Mephisto tells us, In the twelfth week of the Comfy Cannon Cruise, nothing noteworthy happened, but travelling will resume on the 7th of June, so expect more tales then. Details of the rest of the cruise are at bit.ly slash comfy cannon cruise. The Artemis Biological Survey, which will travel around the inner Orion Spur in search of new biological features and exceptional geological formations, is making the last preparations for tomorrow's start. If you hurry, you might just be able to get to the Barathaona system where the fleet carrier DSN Phileas Fogg will leave in about one hour's time at 9pm UTC to bring you Vale West Sector DLY D68 ready for the off. Events over the next few days, Friday 4th of June 1930 UTC, Expedition Start Party in Vale West Sector DLY D68. 21.30 Fleet Carter departure from Vale West Sector DLY D68 to Seagull Sector DLY D3. Sunday 6th of June 1930 UTC, mass jump from Seagull Sector DLY D3 system. Details including their Discord, being operated jointly in English and in French, can be found at bit.ly Artemis Survey 2. Remember that the rescheduled Texan Lacon Massacre will go ahead on the 12th of June at 2100 BST, 2000 UTC. In this event, pilots will be taking Type 7s into the Hazvest in Wolf 1481 to act as pirate bait. Each T7 will be escorted by two small and one medium ships. The goal is to defend the T7 while it mines and racks up some bounties with the escort ships and our very own apology officer will be one of those brave pilots, uh, idiot, sorry, souls. Come on then, pirate with an unlikely or amusing name if you think you're hard enough. Details are on our Facebook events page. We have told you before, so don't say we didn't warn you, the July 18th Hanky Party is getting ever closer, celebrating his sixth fleet carrier. Schedule on our Facebook events page. And that's all the news that we have on community-led events. Flossie will be along later to update us on events organised by the Pilots Federation. And we're back in the studio. It's nice to be back. It is nice to be, yes, yeah, sitting in the comfy chair. And <laughs> Who's this imposter? Yeah. yeah As they say, well, I've missed I don't even recognise my own face. You've, you've taken bearded, yeah, you've taken you? bearded guy's seat. Yeah. What have you done with David? Yeah. <laughs> you you're you're not related to that Cecil yeah. chap, I'm, slight, I'm slightly less muffled now than I was before, yeah. Smells the same. <laughs> Bring back Gandalf. Yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> 
but no, it doesn't. It, it, the, the chin does feel. The first thing I suppose I'm going to say is thank you so much to everybody who donated to the charity. Obviously, you know, I did something silly and looked stupid on camera for a bit, but everybody else was was generous and and gave some of their hard earned pennies to the charity. So you know, thank you so much to everybody who donated, including the usual nutters. Who were told, oh no, they were told off, but uh, they were told they were glorious, glorious nutters, but oh my goodness. Um, so yes, thank you very much, one and all, to those who, who um, donated and also joined me live on the stream on Sunday, which just about worked. It didn't go out to Facebook like it was supposed to, it went out to Twitch and didn't go to YouTube either. But um, yeah, so, so thank you everybody, and my face Seamless. does feel weird. Yeah, feels hmm. feels very, very, very strange. I'll give myself stubble rash twice. I haven't had stubble in 10 years. This is very, very strange. But, um, yeah, having told me that um, she did not approve of the really, really big beard, uh, Mrs. 21 has also told me she does not approve of me being clean-shaven either. <laughs> Women. So I have to find a, a happy middle ground somewhere. <clears throat> Which is? I don't know, half my face bearded and half, I don't know. It's a moustache. <laughs> no, you oh. saw the, we saw the moustache one, though. That's some... Um, that's that looked like a, a, a dodgy it, um, computer game plumber or something, didn't it? Was, it? With was a, that yeah. unconscionable? It was an unconscionable moustache, yes. Yes. Try saying that one after a couple of gins. <laughs> and um, so, so, yeah. I, Did I, you see was... after a couple of chins? <laughs> I've discovered I've got a couple <laughs> hiding a under that beard yeah, as well. Yeah, that's good. Yes. Always yeah. good to have a spare. You can keep food in there. Yeah, and um, Ali from Special Effects says I'm a spoil sport because I, I banned Ali from sending because they they're, they're wonderful over there at Special Effects. They they send little letters out after you do any fundraising activities, and I said, look, just save the pennies for goodness' sake, go digital. So I was called a spoil sport. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, um, I didn't realise that Ali was taking screenshots all the way through of the most gurning that I was doing <laughs> during the applying the lawnmower to the chin session. Oh, but um, anyway, the deed is done, and it looks like it's yes. growing back grey. So it's it's a bit like the new Hollow Me pictures over in um, Odyssey, <coughs> where everybody's hair appears to have gone grey. I'm suffering with the same thing. Oh dear. Yes, yes. I, I told you it's to use it. <laughs> so uh, talking of that, and, and talking of uh, sort of sartorial things, I mean, uh, Amelia, you were you were talking about the that the shoulder pads are are just right out at the moment. They are they are not just the thing at the moment. Exactly, just right out. But I can tell you what is in at the moment. Oh, do tell. Yeah, more patches than a geography teacher's elbows. <laughs> <laughs> yep, patches are in this season. Okay. Right. Corduroy patches, denim patches, all sorts. Oh, oh. denim patches on your corduroy jackets and corduroy patches on your denim jackets. Oh, stylish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really stylish, but but um, yes, it, it is. Obviously, was it last week we put out the the usual notice to everybody how to survive a hut and patch day or launch day, wasn't it? Uh, um, which I think went down fairly well, and then we forgot to post one in the last couple of days. But there have been more patches and patches on the patches, and then even little sneaky patches later in the day when the patch didn't quite cover the hole. Tiny little elastoplast yeah. patches. I think. A pardon what? Tiny little elastoplast-sized patches. Right, and for the night shift, that's a Band-Aid that you put on your boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on both of your boo-boos. Anybody who says we, we're not inclusive and multicultural here, we can translate into Merkin. That's in, fine. Yeah. In, in case you caught yourself on your fanny pack, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. 
and fell off the sidewalk usually yeah. after once again too many gins um so so yeah i mean it it, it, it was it was all launched her much fanfare and then there was a little bit of salt and then i think everybody missed the point completely and um uh, and and tried running everything in in real vision mm. Mm. but but um, by plugging a couple of electrodes into a potato you're not going to get real vision no. No, 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 no. Do you know? Do you know what I was thinking as well? What we didn't do that we probably should do is what I one of those posts with what I did during patch day when people go, you know, pictures of themselves in a park or outside well, is this, or is reading this like a book a or you know, dogs at polling booths job. Yeah, yeah. It's along those lines. It's, it's, it's a kind of okay. You don't play in patch day. So what did you do in patch day? You know, yeah, when we, you can so see people we did that when we had the big update. Didn't we? When yeah. we obviously went live, we did a news article all about that. To finding out what people had did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was quite interesting. Some of them. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, but the sun shines, the sun's out now. So, you know, you could get some interesting ones of people well, in the park. We, you know, maybe we should ask the, the chat, the, 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 the listener sort of sitting there in the, the stream chat at the moment, what did you do on patch day? Well, the listener doesn't go out. No, the listener. The uh, there listener was a question Question in, in, in uh, chat there. Did, did David shave his temples for charity as well? No, the monks of Van Marnen did not let me shave the temple. <laughs> they like it hairy. <laughs> it's a bad habit, I know. Oh, dear. Mm, so surely temple joke in there somewhere, but I can't mm. quite oh, put my... Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, Commander Horney You're says nice working shades. Um... Yes, so yeah, the the one answer we've had so far is working. Well, I suppose that's a reasonable thing to do on Patch Day. You can you can earn the pennies to pay the electricity bill for um, that that graphics card you bought. Oh, somebody binged in Docker's episodes. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> poor yes. poor soul. Yes. Anybody uh, affected by this? That so. one. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Lu- on the keyboard says I binged. I maybe binged. No, I think that's probably yeah. binged. You binged. I binged on Docker's episodes. No, that's bonged on the Hutton Radio Show and binged on Docker's episodes. That, I mean, that's a, that's a perfect. There's plenty of them. I think, aren't there? There's, there's at least three. Yeah. That's lots. No, it's loads. It's, no, there's, there's only three of the Beyond Dockers. Oh, oh right, yes, the original so. Dockers. Yeah, original Dockers though. Mm. <clears throat> oh, there you are. Texas Stu met Shirley Temple once. <sighs> Name dropper. Yeah, didn't shave her though. Yeah, the lives of the rich and famous. Yeah, how the other half live. The three three seasons. I don't know. I don't know how many seasons of Shirley Temple one might have. Um, anyway, um, so, so yeah, and there, there are um, all sorts of tips and tricks and all sorts to, to making things run smoother. And actually, um, there was one earlier, the public service announcement. Dun, 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 dun. Um, it appears as of this week that there is a little a little tweak you can do to make things run faster if you've got legs. And that doesn't involve being chased by rabid dogs. Um <laughs> We're never chased. In, if you know where your bindings are, and all Hutton listeners know where your bindings are, because we've told you every patch for the last six years how to back up your bindings. So near there, if you go back one step, there's one called graphics before bindings, and in there there are loads and loads of files. Um, and there is a hint that if you're having a really, really, really bad time, if you remove and back up all the all the files in there, the graphics configuration override and all that kind of stuff, and stuff them somewhere else, and then fire up the game, it'll recreate them. Um, and then you set your graphics up the way you want it, and people are reporting enormous boosts in frames. There you go. High frames. Hmm. 
Um, there are details on it. Um, on I think there's an optimization post by Frontier or the Pilots Federation, but there's also loads on the forums and all sorts. But have a look at that folder, strip it out, run the game, and then set your graphics up, and you might find all of a sudden it goes really, really smooth, like my chin. Hmm. Which so one? what else? So what else has been going on while I've been been away? I mean, did you all set fire to the orbital? No. Who told you that? Mm. We, were never there. we were never there. It was like that when we got there. I heard there was fighting in the corridors. and there was <clears throat> Flossie was panning serious pilots around the back of the head every time they dis- disembarked. And Oh, that! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was just yeah. a bit of fun. Yeah. A bit of slap and tickle. Mm. Yeah. Of bit of slap and pan. <laughs> yes. So, so, so. I mean, what what was going on? Bring me up to speed. We serious? Yeah, serious started the war to take over the so, orbital. That's a bit it's, antisocial. Don't I haven't serious yeah. got an engineer or something that we we refused to take over a few years back. Yeah, Marco Quint or something, isn't it? In serious. Mm. Yeah, nobody wants him. Okay, um, uh, Amelia, could you take mm-hmm. a note for us? Marco Quint is off the Christmas card list. No right. use. So it's Q W E N T. Doesn't have a U in it, weirdo. Right. Yeah, off, off the, the Christmas, Christmas card, card list. Yeah, list. not not sending what anything. What about birthdays? Uh, no, right out. No, definitely right not. Right out. Okay. No. Right. Just cross out. Marco Quint out completely Just a in the big book. X. He's a, a, a big black line through it. He's you know. he's right as out. out as shoulder pads. That's how out he is. Yeah. Um, well, so oh. we're not talking to Sirius anymore. Yeah. No, oh, he was always we... very serious. Mm. But they were, they, were, they were very naughty. So, so we won, did we? Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that we're still here and we haven't been evicted tells me we won. Four <laughs> nil. Four nil. Four nil. And we didn't even have to bribe the referee this time. <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Um, and and then so it, from from the news, um, Commander Chicks, there's, there's something going on in Barnard's Star. Hmm. Well, uh, you don't just get into lockdown by coincidence. No, well, there's been a, a lot of shenanigans going on in Barnard Star. Has someone been naughty? Um, yes, some tiny, some ones, tiny, maybe. Yes, it's 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 the one. It's not eleven. Eleven is it? Eleven? No, it's, it's one less than that. Yes. yes, it's one less than eleven. It's the tenth yes. fleet. Um. And it stems it stems from a general decline in Barnard Star. To be fair, we've uh, we've rarely been above forty percent since the start of the year. Um, it's it's just got worse and worse. We had a little war. I mean, they're being they're being naughty. <clears throat> Do we know what kind of naughty? I mean, are they leaving the toilet seat up or not putting the stuff in the dishwasher? What 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 kind of naughty are we talking? Well, we're kind of squeezing the toothpaste from the middle, kind of naughty. <laughs> oh. And leaving really the milk out the fridge. That's really bad, yes. Really yeah. Bad. Yeah, and breathing on the orbital windows and then writing rude words on it backwards so that pilots, <laughs> when they come into land, see it. That's right, but we, we've got ourselves into a position where we've got, we're down to 25%. And what we really need to do, we need to be up at 50 so all the other six factions can squabble amongst themselves all they like and start as many wars as they want. Um and it won't bother us, but until we do that, but first thing we've got to do is get unlocked. We need to end lockdown now. End um, lockdown now is that our slogan? It is. Hell no, lockdown go. That's or right. No, um, something like that. Um, Hell so no, we, we can do that go. by handing in bounties at any of the stations in any yeah, of these. Galaxies and lion bars will not do. 
Because all f- is that Barnard style Wolf three five nine. Um, Plain chocolate make, bounties and milk chocolate bounties. Make sure it's a topics? Hutton controlled station where you yes. handed them in. Yeah. Um, now Top, there is do not use enough. yeah do not use kill warrant scanner. No. Do not hand in bounties for other people that you accidentally get. Um, when you hand in bounties, there's two signs to collecting bounties. There is the pew pew blowing up the other guys who are naughty, mm. and that affects the uh, security slider, and then the handing in affects the influence. Mm. Mm. So the best bounties the ones harvested in system. Mm because they improve our security as well as improving our influence. And then second best is harvest them somewhere else and hand them in, in the system. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is, there is a high res site about 3000 light seconds in from the jump point. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. the cops will help you. The Hutton cops are very good. They will help you there. Mm. In a high so if, yeah. 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 If somebody picks on you, Hutton mm. cops will turn up and shooty, shooty yeah, them. Or, yeah, yeah. Lovely, or, lovely team. Or even better. Wait till they pick on somebody and then shoot them once before they die and you get the bounty. <laughs> yeah, and I've noticed that the payouts are quite good these days. Mm. I mean, I got 500,000 for an eagle. Well, they buffed bounties. Who was that? Bounties were buffed about, where are we now? June. But four months ago? Yeah, well, I mean, 500,000 for an eagle is not bad it's in my good. book. Yeah. Who yeah. was flying that eagle? The I have no idea, but they, they must have been super wanted. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Howard Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, the thing is, lockdowns aren't quick things to remove, are they, in big systems? They do yeah. take days and days. Uh, infrastructure failures you can clear up in 24 hours, outbreaks, mm. you know. A bit of medicine, rub something on it, that's gone. It's been running for a week now, so, well, yeah. six, six days. Um, the, th- other, the other problem we have is once we've cleared the lockdown, there are two other wars going on, and I think when I looked, that leaves, apart from us, that leaves about 16% of the influence that's not locked up in a war. So mm-hmm. we're not going to increase the influence very quickly once the uh, once the lockdown is over, until the other two wars are over. No, once the lockdown's over, obviously data, something like that, a nice big data drop. If there are any explorers take listening... Take a big dump in Barnard Star. Yeah, yes. take an enormous dump in Barnard Star <coughs> in a couple of days' time. So save it all up, mm. and then, yes. Yeah, if you can hold it. Well, yeah, or take the kind of medication that leaves you. Yeah, anyway, the kind you take before you go to Glastonbury Festival, so you won't need to go while you're there. An enema. <laughs> yes, <laughs> can't believe I just said and, that. And 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 yes, that that that. Uh, secrets. <laughs> yeah. I've just had a wee. Uh, I've just had a wee. Is that a wee? Of, yeah, yeah. It's a Scottish wee. It's okay. I've had a wee <laughs> moment of realization there. I've got a big mouse uh, thing here with a map of the world on it. And at one point I thought it crumbs on. I went to sweep them away and I discovered it was the Falkland Islands I was trying to sweep away. <sighs> that's a, that's you a and young Galtieri. <clears throat> yeah, no, they're very close to Argentina, I have to say that. But there you go. Yeah, so I've stopped sweeping away the Falkland Islands now. I've left them where they are. Anyway, so Barnard Star needs some t- TLC. Good night shot, Flossy. Right in the ear. And... Anyway, um, and, and Mr. Palantir, Mr. Palantir. Yes. I, I understand. I mean, the, the last week was seamless. Uh, it sort of was, yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. There, were, there, was a, there was a seamless bloody great hole in it, yes. Well, I mean, I, I'm talking, I mean, you actually invented time travel in the forward direction. Yes, I did, yes. We, we had a, a last-minute <laughs> panic just before we... <laughs> when, with, within one minute of us going live, when the countdown was going off, we had a problem where uh, 
Helen's computer blue screened uh, and we're frantically trying to work out who's going to read out what line, assuming she wouldn't get her machine up again. And then I suddenly noticed, oh, poo, uh, we've, we're on to the new screen and it's, there's dead, dead air. Let's say something. Start reading the script. Oh, and I should have done this, scrolled it back up to the beginning of the script before I did that instead of starting from page two where I was. It, it yeah. was as seamless as the beginning of today's newsreel. <clears throat> oh, Wrong. Uh, oh, this, sorry, it seems this is the beginning of every newsreel. <laughs> but with t- today was definitely technology. Well, this well, another version of technology. This the streaming software had locked up, restarted that, and then found that the stream deck, the button machine with the buttons we push, that wasn't doing anything. Which is why during the headlines, everybody had the same picture. <laughs> for everything, so I had to restart the stream deck, and when I did that, you didn't leave everybody stopped. with the with the beard all the way through, did you? Because that no, would just be no, frightening. No, no, that oh, was that's a, fine. No, it was actually um, it was something a bit more innocuous. But everybody had that where we read out the headlines, and I thought I've got to do something before we move into the proper news. I had to restart the stream deck, forgetting that as soon as I did that, the um, music would stop, and uh, so everybody should sit down, and we'll take a chair away. <laughs> or you could open, or you, ta- or you or if you could always take another r- layer off the off the present. See if it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now, Flossie, Flossie, yeah. I did see a message the other day, which meant I was very surprised to hear quite how large your bit was, because there was a message all over the forums the other day saying uh, "Distant World Three is cancelled." That means there are going to be no more large community events ever. Yeah. Which, which which struck me as either hyperbole or the person writing it clearly doesn't listen to your section of the news. Yeah, clearly. Hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to have a look at that. Hmm. Put them straight. <laughs> well, absolutely. They're, oh, dear. Um, so, yes, I mean, talking about the, the Artemis Biological Survey... Because they're yeah. looking at new, the new kind of biological features, aren't they? Not not the ones we all know about. You know, the the previously existing ones. These, these are looking yeah, at the new well, space cucumbers and space loofers, and yeah, yeah. Mm. And they've changed yeah. their route to take into account the new things you can do with Odyssey that weren't there before. Uh, and I I was speaking to the to the leader of the uh, expedition earlier today. Uh, I'm finding out that actually made a mistake in the previous weeks when we talked talked about it being the uh, biological survey two. The reason the reason there is a two on the end is because of the um, their server is is in French and it automatically translates to English and shoves a two on the end of every page. So it is actually <laughs> right. Art, the Artemis Biological Duh. Survey, not two. Um, but Duh. but the, the, yeah. the link had already set up on on Bitly Duh. had the two on and. Um, Artemis survey was already taken, so I figured I'd just leave it as it was. The, the link still well, works. <clears throat> talking of Durr, the Flossie and I went on holiday there. But oh, yes, we were. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> we, we were heading, and Flossie says, which planet shall I head to? And I said, Durr. And she said, what? And I said, Durr. <laughs> and I wasn't being rude to Flossie. The planet we were pointing at was called Durr. D-U-R. Durr. Yeah. So we landed on Durr, and we did stuff on Durr, and then I got abandoned on Durr. I think I think I died on Durr as well. But yes, there, there is there is a planet called Durr. We might have to send people there who ask silly questions. Yes. Durr. Durr. Yeah. It's a pretty dull planet, actually, isn't I think it? It's pretty, I think you'll find it's pronounced Durr. <laughs> It's Dur. Oh, or, or, or in Scotland, it's pronounced Dur. If somebody is from Dur, are they Dur X? <laughs> I prefer my I prefer my D- pronunciation. D-U-R. Dur. Dur. Yeah. Dur. Or is the um, 
as the apology officer would say, ons. Ons, <laughs> yes. Ons. Ons, yeah. I'll um, try that one in future, it might work. So in, in, my, in my notes here, I've got Frontier Livestream question mark. Hmm. Well, that's always there. We, yes, we put oh, that as a okay. regular thing from from the week. To remind us. Yes, from the, from the, <laughs> one of the weeks when you were away, we got through the band. We were talking about all sorts of stuff, and we thought, right, okay, we finished yeah, that. It's gone now. And we got to the, we got to the end of the show and realised we hadn't talked about the live stream, so we, we had another <laughs> ten minutes of that at the end of the show. So this is to remind us not to leave it till the end. It has uh, right, been okay. there for weeks. Hmm? Yeah, it's there every week. They've had one well, every I haven't week. been here for weeks. <laughs> I've been I've been missing an action. See, see uh, how things move on. The technology gets better when you. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I come back and I find that the frontier live stream immediately preceding our bit was CQC. Ah, well, that was yes. So you can talk about either now on Tuesday. Uh, Zach and Sally were were on, and it was the like community corner, whatever they call it. Well, Commander they've got the Super News. No, Commander Creations. Ah, right. Yeah, so they they talked a bit about the the roadmap that's coming out tomorrow. But there's a roadmap? Apparently so. Yeah. Haven't they heard of Satnav? Which way's north? Galnav. I mean, do you, have to hold it the, do you have to hold it the right way up so you don't get lost? Mm, apparently so. I'm they seem to be about in that, the thing. That sort of thing that will get half the population... Um, in trouble by mentioning who has to turn the map the right way up. Mm, God, I remember that time on, yeah, on the A20. Well, the, I mean, roadmaps do seem to be the in thing these days. Yeah. It's a, it's a plan. We have a plan. Now, I do understand when it comes to, when it comes to giving directions, though, that, that um, the, the, the Untied Kingdom and our friends down under are the only two countries in the world, or I've been so I've been told, the only two countries in the world that give all of the directions by pubs, turn left at the Green Man... Go straight down the road until you see the king's head, and then turn right mm. just after the crown and anchor. Have they still not cleared that head up? What pardon? Have they still not cleared that head off the road? <laughs> king's head. No. Oh, Whitehall. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So 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 yes. I mean, may, maybe the entire roadmap is is going to have pub directions on it. That'll be you know, turn left at the bar, go up the steps, turn right at Apex Taxi. Hmm. And then down the other steps to um, Vista Genomics. I've heard of, and heard a rumour that in Scotland they navigate by police stations. <laughs> is, is, is there any you truth in this? bastard. <laughs> it's, it's the same as me, apart from being ginger. <laughs> well, I think, oh, I think no. A lot, mm. We're being ist. Oh, dear, yes, we're being we're terribly being ist. Yes. Yeah, we're being yeah. ist. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, it's. I think in Scotland we we measure distance and time. You mm. know, so nothing's half a mile away. It's five minutes. Well, if it is, you know? if it's half a mile away, it's like three hours away. The other side of the lock. Well, I thought it was measured in London buses. <clears throat> no, in London rails, it's measured it? in, in London it's measured in London buses because you can count them. Right. Oh, they're, they're bigger these days. I mean, Hutton Orbital is sort of thirty London buses long. Is it? Yes, what, 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 like bendy wow. buses, or, or or are these single deckers, or double deckers? What um, are, are these bendy hydrogen buses? fueled, or are these the old diesel ones? No. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. Is there a standard length to to a, I, to a London bus? I think there is. I think well, the, is. Curf- the new curvy ones are called London buses, aren't they? they are. No, the Boris buses. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying. I'm just imagining thirty buses lined up at Hammersmith bus station. Hmm. 
Broadway. Mm, yeah, wow. Mm. Broadway. That's about that's about one Hutton, I think. Yeah. Mm. So you yeah. tell him. Wow. So every so time I look go. at Hammersmith bus station now, I'll think of Hutton Orbital. Every time you, every time you look at Hammersmith, it'll make you think of Hutton Orbital. <laughs> yes. That must be every time I go to the household recycling centre, I think of Hutton Orbital as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every time Especially- I. Every time I go down to the bin store, I think, hmm, that's not bottle. They're in cubicle three. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, roadmap by Formula Optimization and Performance. We spoke about that one. Commander Creations. Oh, Commander Creations. Uh, another Beetlejuice video? Yes. It's very good. She was um, drawing. It's another way. We, we, we've seen it before. She did, uh, when she did uh, Flossie's Pink Conda. Um, so she narrates. That's a herself. euphemism, isn't it? <laughs> Certainly sounds like one. <laughs> uh, so she narrates um, a drawing she's doing. She did a did a very nice. I think she did two actually, because um, I was flicking in and out. I was just listening to it as I was zapping weeds. Um, That's also a euphemism. I was <laughs> doing some drive by gardening. Um, so she was doing a guardian site chalk drawing. So um, and <laughs> it was funny because uh, Zach says to Sally. Um, well, well, we'll we'll be quiet so you can hear Jude talking. Then about thirty seconds in, he said, "I can't hear all audio." And I thought, "Well, stop talking then." You know, was... <laughs> but yeah, anyway, well, if you want to support Beetlejuice, go and look at her drawings on her YouTube channel. Oh, so yes, yeah, so it was a few few weeks ago. Okay, a couple of months ago now. She did she did um, that that one for me that that beautiful um, one of the the purple python in front of the uh, the, the shining. Shining star there, and it was stunning work. I have to say, one very, very talented individual, and and um, Mr. Palantir. Yes, I've got. I have a. Um, oh, that didn't work. Hang on. You have a. You you didn't work. Yes. No, it's all right. And I have. Um, let's see if that works. I have a. Oh, he's got to put it on the screen. Yes, I'm going to. If I get the right. Look, everybody. No, that didn't work. No, I'm going to try and put it on the screen. Oh, that. Don't mind. Anyway, for, for our listener, just describe it with describe it with words. Well, Beetlejuice paint. Jude can actually draw it faster than you. Yes, can. Jude has. <laughs> Jude did do uh, a very nice um, drawing of my brother-in-law, Savage Gardener Commander, which um, which has been um, a nice link in there. Oh, to what you were saying, yeah, and uh, <laughs> no, no, that's 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 oh, Savage oh, Beardy. Oh, um, let me see. <laughs> Do not savage the gardener, okay? Not at least that's until they finish the lawn. That's yeah, better. that's better. I got the wrong. Oh, you've got it. You've, you've got it up, have you? I will, as it as it were. Yes. I will do. I will do. Now, for I... those of you listening, li- listening in 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 audio land, um, there's a lovely picture on the screen right now of of a gentleman to the left of the picture. They're not on my screen. In his space suit. No. Wait a give it's a wait a second. Wait a second. If that's your brother-in-law, I've got questions. Wait, <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Come on. It's, it's going out yeah. on the stream. It's, go, it's piercing in the way at the moment, but it'll go away. Yeah. Go. There we go. Oh, it will go yes. away. Yeah. Mm. There we go. This time. Yes. Uh, and Are you in t- a prison, David? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that Dartmoor? That was, yes. Pa- Parkhurst? Mm-hmm. Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I commissioned oh. you to do this for, um, for his uh, 60th birthday, which was this... Um, that's weekend, brilliant. yeah. And uh, what? Well, his when his daughters saw the picture, they thought that oh, yes. she'd photoshopped his face in there instead of actually drawing <laughs> it. It's absolutely incredible. 
And that's yeah. an A3 one, and um, he went home with it. That best birthday present I've ever got him, I think. Yeah, that is excellent. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, look, if you if you do love um, Beetlejude's work, search for uh, Beetlejude's YouTube channel and you'll see an awful lot of these actually being drawn time-lapse uh, drawings in a lot of cases. Um, and just, just watching a, 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 you know, a true artist work like that is a, an absolute joy. But there are interviews over with a lot of the people who get the pictures. There are interviews that go over the top of it as well, explaining what's in the picture or the, the reasons behind the picture, too. And um, they're, they're, um, it, it reminds me of watching Tony Hart back in the day. Yeah. 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 Uh, we should let that one for me. That was fantastic. The one she did for me. I've got that on, it's up on the wall right next to me now. And thank you very much, Commander Chicks. You have pasted the link into the stream chat. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, so, so coming up is the rest of the show in a, in a bit. Before before I sort of introduce what's going to be coming up next, has anybody got any other any other business? No. No. Oh, I've got one more. Oh, God. We've got. We're, we're going to have a new. A it new sounds like Colombo, then, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. A new. Jo- a new joiner to the radio team. Just one there, more thing. There's one more thing. There'll be a new member of the radio team joining. Oh, in excellent. about four can weeks. I, can I give you? A, can I give him a clue? Go on then. <laughs> yes. <Right>. Puppies. <laughs> yeah, he- heavy breathing and then shouting puppies. Possibly not the best. Yes, please don't Google that. <laughs> yes, no. that was Giller. It wasn't me. Yeah, mm. yeah here, here, certainly here don't Google pink nose. Here at Hutton, we are dog people. Yes. We are most definitely dog people, apart from the apology officer, who's and a me. bear person. Yes, yes. I'm a cat person. Yes. Dogs, are, dogs are nice and faithful and look after you. Cats do not give a shit, which is, yeah. which is well, they which do like in cats. my plant <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they do at all the wrong places, yes. Mm. Um, but no, Two so, gigantic so, bear dogs in my family mm-hmm. now. Uh, but brand new puppy Bodie will be, will be joining me in Yay. my little corner of the studio. Bodie is only four weeks old at the moment, but in four weeks' time, Bodie will be eight weeks old, and he'll be he'll be allowed to come and stay at my house. Yes, and he's very very adorable, and I might even share a picture, or oh, maybe next week's show or something. Um, and uh, Angus yes, gets a wee brother. Angus does, and 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 Alvin will get a new friend to play with when Alvin yes. comes to visit as well. So um, yes. Um, I, I I went and saw adorable a litter of eight adorable puppies earlier in the week, and just went oh for quite a while. Mm. Because they're just adorable when they're that well, they're adorable generally, but when they particularly when they're only four weeks old, they are just you could you could just gobble them all up. And I wouldn't you, recommend and it. And then you pick the one who ate the most. <laughs> <laughs> you thought but, he belongs um, in my house. Yep. So so you, you never know. But Bodie might be coming sitting in the corner of my studio while I'm broadcasting, yipping and making noises uh, for for a few weeks. Um, because I can't really abandon him while I'm broadcasting. That'd be mean of me. But uh, right, that, that was the, the last bit from me. So coming up in the show, um, Amelia, before you, you introduce the next bit, we, you've got something lined up for your Galnet Rares Digest again this week? Yes. This one sounds dangerous. They're all it, dangerous. No, this is really dangerous. They're all um, really dangerous. <laughs> why? I don't know. They uh, could the all chir- kill you. <laughs> the the Cherbone's blood crystals were definitely dangerous. Those plants that could suck you dry... Yep, definitely dangerous. Um, the tattoo art that, that was that was mildly dangerous. Well, I mean, on the levels, I mean, do we, are we going to have a level system for you know how dangerous stuff is? Oh, d- this is definitely out the far side of brown alert time. This one. Yes, but yeah. in all fairness, a lot of them are like that. <laughs> well, yes, depending on whether you have to eat them or apply them or just run away from them, screaming. This this one is um, 
Uh, you know, I don't want to give away any. No, you're no, no, have no. To listen to it, we, we will, we will do. And then, um, Flossie, you've got a little bit of an update on some CGs coming up in a little bit as well. I have yes. I understand there are some twirly moustaches in this one. I'm jealous. <laughs> are there? Yeah, is is isn't Jupiter the one with the twirly moustache? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. The, the, the evil, the evil Jupiter Rochester. And a bit more detail on the evil Jupiter Rochester. Um, and then we've got an unlikely sports report. It's not unlikely at all. It's entirely likely. No, the sports are unlikely. This, no, <laughs> the sports are fine. All the events is completely makes sense. They do, they do they do when you translate them yes <laughs> from the original Scottish how dare how dare <laughs> we're being ist again aren't we yeah. um, but but uh, and and then what else have we got oh uh, well Amelia you can introduce the the bit that I've not spoken about yet and then we'll move on to the rest of the show. Okie dokie. Well, it's uh, it's been an interesting time once more this week, and I, for one, can't wait to hear what Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon have managed to make of it all. Over to you, Galnet News Team. Galnet News Digest, 3rd of June 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news... Mahan makes a suspicious starport. It's the little things. Store or exchange. The identical engineers. Alliance Prime Minister Edmund Mann has been accused of stealing cargo intended for the repair of damaged stations, following the announcement today that he'd build two starports despite only getting enough support to build one. The Alliance Tritium Mining Initiative this week received relatively poor support, with only one tier completed. This should have meant the intended construction of five starports being scaled back to only one in LHS 2522. Yet, somehow, the Prime Minister has managed to announce the construction of two starports by the 25th, the other being in Sharrow Sector FW-WC1-19. Where did he manage to find the materials for this second starport? And on the same day that the Prime Minister's appeal started, on Thursday last week, all the materials intended to repair the thyroid-damaged starport at Artemis Lodge vanished and remains unaccounted for. Is this a coincidence? Or is the new Alliance station in the Sharrow sector built using stolen goods? Commanders have been expressing their admiration for the new shipyard and outfitting interfaces that allow all the clutter of painstakingly engineered modules and ships to be cleared away with a single click of a button. It takes utter genius to create a system that allows you to dispose of your favourite ship without ever mentioning the word sell until it's too late and therefore allows the Pilots' Federation to build up a huge stock of once-cherished engineered modules and ships that they can sell on Galbay. The Pilots' Federation's reacted to the entirely unjustified criticism of the outfitting user interface by posing the question, well, how would you do it then? They may be surprised by the number and variety of answers they get. A second round of improvements has been made for people with the Odyssey walking about permit. 
Lots and lots of changes have been made to the system map and galaxy map, including the ability to view organic data. Routes can now be plotted using neutron boosts, something commanders without the Odyssey permit have been able to do for years. Apex taxis can no longer be taken to places you can't get off. You can now restock your backpack without having to board your ship. These are all valuable improvements, but it's the attention to the little details that really counts. Apex interstellar taxi drivers have been instructed to say goodbye and let you off without a long, meaningful moment of mutual contemplation between passenger and driver. An emergency stairwell has been added to the landing pad at engineer bases, so you can always get out if you do something silly. And the mysterious black cube, believed to be the black hole he keeps in a shoebox to frighten his workers, has been removed from Zachariah Nemo, and he's been referred to an employment tribunal for his unfair working practices. The Identical Engineers The Pilots' Federation has strenuously denied that the personal equipment engineers are all the same person, and they've released images that they claim conclusively show that the engineers are not only separate individuals, but they exhibit a set of quirky and engaging characteristics that make them fun to interact with. This is what the engineers looked like last week, and this is what they look like now. If you're listening to the podcast version of this article, please imagine a row of five identical faces, and then imagine a row of faces all different. There are nine engineers capable of modifying personal equipment, including Domino Green, who is also a drug dealer, and who you get to meet by travelling 100 light years in an apex interstellar taxi. Jude Navarro, who won't speak to you unless you've done enough restore and reactivation missions, and who is rather fond of collecting genetic repair medicines. Kit Fowler, who likes people who sell opinion polls to bartenders. Una Laszlo, who really, really hates the Sirius Corporation and won't speak to you unless you're unfriendly with them. Wellington Beck, who is all about entertainment media, and Yarden Bond, who is interested in smear campaigns. And you can go and visit these engineers if you want a harder way to get engineered equipment than the zen-like process of taking apex taxis around all the outposts of a Thursday morning. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Oh, what about webuyanymodule.com? Or oh, there's the uh, popular Nick Lambert ship shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I do love the outtakes from Commander Beetlejuice. I really do enjoy them. Well, thank you very much, Commander Beetlejuice and Commander Wotherspoon, for your wonderful rundown of everything from the Galnet News and stuff beyond as well. Um, I see it, it makes my week listening to those two uh, go through everything for us and, and turn it into something intelligible and... Ah, mostly funny as well, which always lifts my day. But now something else that lifts my day is listening to Flossie tell us all about the CG News. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's flossing. 
Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Last week's CG finished about halfway between tiers 1 and 2 with 583,427 tonnes of tritium mined and collected. From Galnet, there was the Pilots' Federation alert. Prime Minister Edmund Mahone's request for mined tritium has concluded, paving the way for new aligned starports. Large quantities of tritium were delivered, which will provide fuel for a civil infrastructure programme designed to increase the Alliance's presence. As part of this expansion, new Alliance starports will be constructed in these systems by the 25th of June 3307. LHS 2522 <coughs> and Sheru Sector FW-C1-19. Prime Minister Mohan, who recently re-elected by the Assembly, told the media, the economy of the Alliance will benefit greatly from investment in expansion. These new stations will provide more opportunities for individuals and corporations alike. Pilots who mined and delivered tritium can now collect their rewards from Dublin Sistel in the Gateway system. You might have to look into Horizons to do that though, as it don't seem to be paying out in Odyssey. And this week's new CGs, 3rd to the 10th of June. Fight for core dynamics with the Silver Legal Group or fight for Jupiter Division's survival in the Tach system. Jupiter Division is fighting for survival against the Silver Legal Group in the Tach system. Jupiter Division was formed by rogue core dynamics departments loyal to ex-CEO Jupiter Rochester. Although it was defeated in February, a growing corporatist movement within the Federation has helped rebuild its strength. A call to arms was made by Owen McKenna, the new CEO of Core Dynamics. Rochester's deranged cult must be wiped out once and for all. We are supporting our ally, the Silver Legal Group, to destroy Jupiter's div- division's fleet and allow us to retake our stolen resources. The Silver Legal Group has asked pilots to support its efforts to crush Jupiter Division by handing in combat bonds at the Iron Wings of Justice megaship in the Sao tax system. Vice Executive Blanca Carbonell, a senior leader of Jupiter Division, broadcast this message. To all those seeking a better federation, stand up and make your voice heard. Only direct corporate rule can end government corruption. Jupiter Division must survive to lead the change. Jupiter Division has offered credit rewards to any pilots willing to help secure its existence by handing in combat bonds at the megaship Victory's Forge. Two factions have set out seven-day campaigns, which will end when the top tier is reached or early on Thursday, 10th of June. To be eligible, eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at the Iron Wings of Justice megaship or the megaship Victories Forge in the title Sayotak System. And that's it for this week's CG News.
Flossie told you what to do. Jupiter Rochester is a deranged cult. I'm sure there's a typo in there. Anyway, thank you, Flossie. Lots of shooty-shooty for you to be able to get your hand in. Time now to go to the apology officer for the spots results. Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a Metal Mickey-style robot to blunder around in the back of your ship with hilarious consequences. This week we have the following events. The Voyager pootling along exploring the galaxy at your own pace, Cup. The Robbie the Robot would 60 gallons of bio-waste be sufficient, Champion of Champions Championship. The Can You Remove Someone's Appendage Using Only Bob and Madge the Scutters Pro Celebrity Tournament? The Dead or Alive You're Coming With Me Actually, Dead would be easier. Charity Shield. The Sir Kills A Lot Speed Up Your Robo Jaxi Robot Wars Cup Made from bits of 1975 Mark III Ford Cortina. And the Yep, Johnny Cab is a Thing Now Good Luck Sucker People's Choice Award. So, no cross wires. Double points if you know the words to Daisy Daisy, and doing the robot dance will get you disqualified because it's, well, racist or something. Anyway, the classified results are... The Shriek, 69. Space Trash, 67. 52. Happy Moon Monkey, 91. Orange Sidewinder, 73. Leo Drac... 564 Rinswin Kimry 489.5 Attic 2 160 Mezar Curin 148 Sorarm 1073 Iron Beagle 173 El Navio 908 James the Fox 582 Clack McCudden, 2. Strathpey Thistle, 3. Caledonia Braves, 1. Linlithgow Rose, 3. Wolf 359 Wanderers, 2. Hackhole Caledonia Thistle, 2. Dynamo LP525-39, 1. Alioth Alliance, 2. And that's decals there for... Leo Drac, The Shriek, and Attic 2. Right, so please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a big bag of colour-coordinated fruit parcels you can lick and stick to your ship in a vaguely Huttonish shape. We have 10 Hutton runs on the books this week. These include 8 runs by 6 variants of Hanky, the fastest is Christopher Hankey, Hankey Cone 5521-Gamma, with a time of 1 hour, 23 minutes and 51 seconds. That puts him 1 minute and 31 seconds behind the record and in 74th place overall. The slowest of this week's crop was Panarchist, who made the trip in 1 hour, 33 minutes and 18 seconds, a mere 12 minutes and 52 seconds behind the record holder. Panarchist is in 467th place. 
Actually, are you waiting for your space Roomba to recharge? Have you had to ask your wife, partner or significant other or obliging neighbour to shout, I'm sorry, I don't know that down a Pringles tube because you can't afford an Alexa. Oh, Alexa. Yeah, so she's woken up there, been asking for a month with no success for the time, but now it's awake and ready to answer some questions. Well, anyway, don't sit around waiting for someone to come up with a commode bot. That's just asking for a robot revolt. Instead, why not go out into the galaxy and do wonderful things for Hutton, like buying stuff and selling stuff and shooting stuff and scanning stuff. But before you do that, why not take a moment to go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper. The Cubicle 3 cleanup team and their attendant bug bots, thank you. Let's face it, anything has to be better than having a restraining bolt rammed into your delicate circuitry, just when you're not expecting it. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia Harkness. I think you might find that the Shrike actually does already have a decal, but the others do not. So, he worth a check. didn't show up on the list. He may have been offered one before well, and has not accepted. It's, 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 I've just found the Shrike at, uh, number 512. Oh, um, God. Well, I copied and pasted. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you can't. Never mind. You can't have two sh- the Shrike. Sorry. But never mind. Yeah. Nice, yeah, nice you're trying you're anyway. Get one the shrike or the shrike no, or no, yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Well, we're nearly at the end of the show, but of course we've got one of the highlights. We have the... Well, I don't know. I don't want to find an adjective for Amelia Hawke because it's they'll all be inadequate. Because what she does, we don't have to, and thank goodness for that. I think it's time to hand over to, to Amelia Hawke and find out what personal bodily injury and degradation she's gone through this week just for us all in the Galnet Res Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet Res Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. Tonight, I've headed to the Damna system, to a very strange Earth-like world. It's tidally locked, meaning that one side of the planet is always facing the star as it orbits, and it completes that orbit in only 20 days. The planet is listed as having an average temperature of below zero. But with the side facing away from the star never getting any direct sunlight, the average is misleading when considering the various climates. The day side of the planet is warm, covered with rich vegetation in a semicircular belt from terminator to terminator around the eclipse. It's covered in deserts that wouldn't look out of place in pictures from ancient Egypt. Rolling sand dunes cover huge areas, making way as they near the sea, or rivers to lush grasslands dotted with groves of trees and onwards as it gets more temperate to thick forests. The unusual nature of this planet doesn't stop with its never-ending days. The permanent daylight has allowed local plant life to grow to enormous sizes. The trees more closely resemble giant redwoods from Earth, towering high above the ground and casting shade below. 
It is in this shade that the Damna beetle lives out its days. And it is the shell and exoskeleton of these beetles that are the source of the rare commodity that is sold in the station high above. The beetles, as with certain scarabs found on Earth, are polymorphic, with colourful shells ranging from stripes and spots right through to rare metallic colours including gold and silver. The rarest of these colours, the metallics and their pearlescent and iridescent varieties, are the ones that command the highest prices. Single carapaces sell for upwards of 300 credits in the markets, and the rarest ones even more. When you think beetle or scarab, you think of the small creatures that can be found under rotting logs, or occasionally the horned stag beetles that frighten children. But even the largest ones on Earth are never any bigger than your palm. Not here. With big logs come even bigger beetles. They burrow in and digest rotting material from the giant trees that dot the planet and grow to frightening sizes. The largest females are the size of a Galapagos turtle. Though that shouldn't fool you. They're fast moving, scuttling from shady patch to shady patch, their shells reflecting harsh glare of the sunlight as they pass through pools of it. Their mandibles are frightening, large enough to take your hand off at the wrist, and given the trees that they eat, more than strong enough to bite through armor. The shells, whilst beautiful, are surprisingly strong, and the larger specimens are the tank of the insect world. They have no known natural predators. The shells, well, actually their wing casings, are the prized part of these creatures collected and turned into beautiful jewellery. The larger specimens are used for ceremonial breastplates or armour pieces. The problem is that they are very hard to find. The creatures are very long-lived, impervious to just about any toxin you can think of, tough enough to resist most weapons, and anything you could kill one with would likely ruin the shell. In fact, just about the only time they die is after they mate and lay their eggs. And this is where the danger comes in. They only lay their eggs somewhere warm. The beetles can sense heat, thermal vision, allowing them to spot the burning embers from forest fires, the warmth of rotting vegetation. When fires happen, and they often do, the beetles swarm towards them to lay their eggs on the hot earth. Of course, the beetle can't really tell the difference between the warm afterglow of a forest fire, the heat of the engine of your recently parked vehicle, your campfire, or indeed the body heat given out by bi bipedal mammals just out for an evening stroll. Hang around waiting for one of the females to lay its eggs and drop it to provide you with shiny goodies without paying enough attention, and you might just end up Oh, you might just, they might just decide that your insides make just the right location for their progeny. You'll hear a scuttling and a scrambling, a thump, and then feel a sharp sensation as it digs its mandibles into you, and then, rather forcibly, impregnates you. After an hour or so latched onto your screaming, terrified, and horribly violated form, it will die and drop to the ground, at which point you've got two choices. One seek urgent medical attention, or two, grab your valuable beetle carapace. 
If you choose the latter, in a matter of days your life will become like a scene from Alien, as the things inside your insides decide that they're big enough to be on the outside, and will take the shortest path to achieving that, leading to a grisly, multicoloured, iridescent and undeniably beautiful end. The hunting party that I'm with are clad head to toe in reflective tinfoil clothing so as not to attract attention, and have lit a number of fires around the outside of our campsite. Apparently, the most important and dangerous job is keeping the fires out there warmer than anything in here. I'm Amelia Hawk, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest, and it may be daytime here, but I can hear a sort of scrabbling, scratching, running kind of noise from somewhere nearby. I've just realized that the laptop I'm giving is, is giving off an awful lot of warmth. Run, Amelia, quick run. Oh, goodness gracious me. I mean, just the idea of a, a large badger-sized beetle chasing after you, trying to trying to lay its eggs here. I mean, oh, my goodness. Yes, <clears throat> you, want to be, you want to be cold, very cold around there. Um, I think you've seen the movie Alien, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's not pretty. It, it's, it's not pretty. And, of course, you can't stop these things. You can't. I mean, well, you could. I mean, you know... A, a, not tactical unless you want, if you want your shinies, you can. Yeah, if you want your shinies, you can. You just tactical nuke. Now it's dealt with. But then, then you've just got some burnt bits of beetle everywhere. But I mean, the worst bit is obviously that, that those those sort of uh, shell casings are actually um, they're, they're 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 wing covers, aren't they? And they they sort of yeah. spring into the air. All of a sudden, you've got sort of giant flying badger sized beetles. <laughs> it just will oh my onto goodness. you and lay their eggs inside you that that will eat their way out of your body. Yes. I mean, the things people do to get shinies. I know, right? I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, I've got this line in my head right now. Like Odyssey, that planet's a bit buggy. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Mm. <coughs> but I'm going to have nightmares, children. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the only good sorry, bug's I a bug that I can wear. It. It's, it, it, it's, it's exoskeleton as, as body armour, yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they are beautiful. I mean, these, these iridescent shells are... I mean, there's something else. I mean, you can see the tiny ones here on uh, here on planet Earth, and they're <coughs> absolutely beautiful. And they do come in, you know, one one sort of I don't know, the clutch of these beetles. And you get all sorts of different colours as well. I mean, you get the gold ones that are absolutely bright. Well, are they gold they're or golden? They're yeah, I suppose if, if you were selling paint jobs, they'd be <coughs> gold or golden or goldish or something. And then there's the silver ones, and they do look like they're metallic. They do look like they're made of metal. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then there's those those um, iridescent ones that look like um, and it's almost it's almost like when you get like yeah you get sort of like um when you get oil on top of water and you get the light glistening off it mm. and uh, a bit of a petrol spill on the road shortly before you try and apply the brakes and end up in the scenery um, that it little sheen you like get a rainbow yes they are absolutely beautiful and of course the the the, the armor and breastplates and stuff they make out of these are, are, are stunning to look at very 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 stunning but but uh my goodness yeah 
being part of the hunting party that goes to find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a weird planet too because obviously the, the the sun side, the day side of the planet, it is like a, any kind of earth like, but the other side is is like permanent darkness and an ice age territory that is yeah um it's like our moon our moon is tidally locked it uh, all it does is wiggle a little but you know most of the planet has one day side ah but, it, yeah, but side it's, it's tidally locked to us but the back of it does get sun you see yeah we but that's what i mean when i say it yeah. wiggles a little it kind of it it, it, it wiggles a little so you, yeah <laughs> yeah, but with an orbit of only only twenty days, of course. Yeah, the, the wiggle. I mean, it is going very very quickly around uh, it, its parent star, which isn't Super that fast. hot either. Yes, but um, cracky, the places they send you on your holidays, eh? I know, right? Yes, it's. I mean, I, I was trying to work out how many light years you travelled for these things. I mean, we've done what um, sixty, seventy, sixty of these now, oh, give or take. Least. And I haven't worked out how many light years we've sent you travelling around the uh, round the bubble, looking at that all these rays. That might be a fun thing to work out. Um, crikey, it's we, we have a, a list lot. somewhere. Yeah, I mean the miles of the miles, the light years you've put on on that that, uh, that exploration ship of yours. Well, I mean, what 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 ship do you fly to these places? An asp. It is an asp. An explorer, not the scout. Yeah, an asp explorer, no. not the scout. No. What? Why would anyone fly a scout? Uh, engine noise. <laughs> the the Asp Explorer has a very very nice engine noise. I just heard that last comment there. The Scout is a wonderful ship. Oh. It's really nice, <laughs> nice wee local explorer. You get a bit of engineering on the the thrusters, and it is very manoeuvrable. Did you get yours cheaply? No is that what it is? No, I paid the full price bargain. for mine. No, I paid the advertising price. in the station works on you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did notice that, that the the advertising, by the way, has has changed. That imperial ships are now not being advertised in federal starports. <laughs> I think that that was in the patch notes from today, wasn't it? Yeah, I did hear that the uh, the DBS sometimes they put up the wrong picture. And it's a reliant Robin. <laughs> it was Trotter's independent traders yeah, on the side. Same yes. shape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that. What I thought that was the the adder. The adder always reminds me. These apex taxis always remind me of a, a bit. The a bit of adder a, makes me think of a, like an old airliner or something. See that kind of, I don't know that kind of nineteen. It's got a nineteen fifties look about it somehow. Yeah, I sort of see where you're coming with that one. If you think the Havilland Comet, it's a bit the the front. It's a oh, bit it's the like snub the snub nose front. The yeah, snub yeah, nose it's, front, yeah. The Comet was a beautiful aircraft. Well, haven't they got one that has a front a bit like that? They fly down to the Antarctic to rescue people when they do sort of missions with their Commander Dog's Breath. Very possibly. Mm. Possibly. I, I can't remember the, the exact plane they were using. The, the, they converted for emergency stuff down there. Mm. But um, I'm, I'm, we'll have to get him back on the show. Now that he's back in, in dry land and not on fire and in danger of sinking, we'll have to get him back on the show sometime as a, as a guest to tell us all about this latest expedition. I know that he's at a safe distance from non-breeding seals. Yes, and obviously has managed to get transportation back from wherever they dropped him. No danger of back. growlers. <laughs> Got growlers and mumblers, yes. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, well, look, thank you very much, Radio Team. Thank you very much. Um, Commander Chicks, have we, have we got a, a forthcoming expedition from you sometime in the next few weeks? Uh, well, I'm on it now. I'm, uh, I'm sort of heading south like Amundsen. Um, you know, I've been zapping weeds all week. And, uh, and and obviously now, now that you're able to sort of stop and get out at some of these places, have you found any new interesting stuff we've never heard about before? Oh, well, 
depends what you've seen from what other people have uh, sent back from the nether regions. Um, but yeah, there's some amazing stuff out there. Some of the some of the planets I've, I've even found um, not just in the same area, not just in the same system, but on different satellites of the same gas giant. The the terrain is completely different. The atmospheres, you know, the sunsets are completely different. Um, so varied, um, and the different kinds of exobiology you uh, you find, yeah. Still, still peeling back the layers of it. Well, one of the things that we can absolutely be be sure of is, I mean, life in the universe is is prolific and tenacious. Mm. And inevitable. I mean, there is an awful lot of it out there. Mm. Yeah, it, it might not, you know, sort of be that recognisable to you as yeah, hello. Mm. Well, no, I mean, some of it you know. glows mysteriously from the inside yeah. as well. There's definitely some... Um, There's some fungoids. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name, the exact name, but it's a fungoid that grows, and it only grows in the mountains um, on fairly small worlds. So if you remember, perhaps you don't, that uh, Dr. K was talking about the size of planets and the size of mountains. Um, some of the very small satellites you get, some of these gas giants, got enormous uh, mountains um, really, really sharp vertical faces that, if you're not careful, you slide all the way down to the bottom. I've done that. Yeah, um, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 all the way down to the bottom of the cliff. I think that was when we were attacking that base, wasn't it? And yeah, I ran away from a Goliath and jumped off, you know, jumped off the cliff and slid all the way to the bottom. But you turn, you turn a corner, you know, into a gully or a ravine in one of these... Uh, one of these mountains, and all of a sudden you've got these like bright yellow neon fungoids, and it's like, holy crap, you know. Um, they're not hard to spot from a distance or from orbit even. Um, some of the other stuff, some of the flatter stuff like the bacteria. Oh, the bacteria ones. God, I have such a hard time finding those. Well, top, top tip on that is use your free camera as a drone. So when you're out in your SRV... Um, is that your selfie stick, as mentioned in the news earlier? That's the one, yeah. The, the one that retired Navy IT1 didn't hear because they were fast asleep. <laughs> well, you need a five... Oh, no, generally, the the grasses, so like the, um, the tussocks and the shrubs, you need to be 200 metres apart from the previous sample, at least, because you get entire fields of these things and you can press the alternative button on your uh, on your dissonator um, with your thumb and it'll mm -hmm. send out send out a pulse wave and you'll find that the stuff that's just over 200 meters is green so you can go and scan it and obviously the stuff closer than 200 meters away from the previous sample is blue so you can't scan it um i think it's 500 meters for for the bigger stuff the tubers and the uh oh, i can't remember the name of it now the the large things that look like overgrown uh um impatient busy lizzies um what are they called i call up my spreadsheet but i can't find it um but yeah, yeah i mean the, 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 the so scientific stuff. names of them i can't remember half of them i mean they're mm. <coughs> yes complicated just, and it's it easier to call them space loafers and and dahlias and things we just did an update from a... Fonticular. Fonticulula. Right, we just did an update from... Same to you, fella. The Concha. The Concha, really. You got weird. an update from... Sorry, apologies. You got... Commander Beetlejuice who says the hauler is the talkie telephone. Kids pull a long toy. <laughs> That's true. It is. Like that makes the noise gunda 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 Imagine yep. you on Hungry Hippos, you had four adders instead of hippos. That would I be. think I get mixed up with my ships as well because the 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 Asp Scout is actually the Reliant Robin. 
and the um, hmm. the DBS is the Messerschmitt. You remember the wee the wee KR one twenty Messerschmitt car. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah, it's more like one of those, I think. Hmm. You know. So yeah, there's uh, there's weird and wonderful stuff. Uh, I think the weirdest one I've seen is the uh, receptor. Um, and you may have seen pictures of these, but they look like enormous. It's like an like an eye in a beach ball on a stick. Um, oh weird. yes, yeah, I've I've, yeah. I've I've seen those ones. Yes, they're, they're really weird. Um, and stratum, which actually look like rocks, or you think you've uh, landed amongst a, a group of crocodiles. But, <laughs> right. And an electric A are uh, well, they look like um, <laughs> like a, like pylons. With uh, blue glowing lights and hooks and yeah, there's there's tons of stuff out there and I've, I'm sure I, I haven't seen half of it yet. Well, the, one of the questions I had is obviously in order to get your um, uh, exobiologist rank, you have to get a certain amount of money, don't you? It's it's money based. It is. Is there enough stuff out there in the galaxy to actually reach the top tier? Yes. Yeah. Oh, there I'm, is. I, I'm halfway through cataloger at the moment and. I, I reckon from what I turned in was a just seventeen million um, to get half of cataloger. So if you if you work that forward, yeah, there's enough stuff. You might oh. you, you know the thing is you you find a find a planet and you you know which genus it is before you go down there, but you don't actually know um, what it actually is until you go and scan it. So there's gonna be different variations on on the same. Um, Pink ones and blue ones and green ones. Well, and... they, they vary by colour, but they also vary by uh, shape and texture. A lot of the bacteria stuff does, I've noticed. Um, yeah. So, yes, tons, tons. Just go out there and look. It's... You, well, we're looking forward to seeing whether you find any in these Hutton systems you're reviewing as well. <coughs> anyway, um, so Flossie, are you there still, Flossie? Oh, have we lost Flossie? Yes, I'm here. Oh, you're back, you're back, yeah. Uh, and you're going to be keeping an eye on the CGs for us um, for the next week? I'll keep an eye on them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, if people want to find out how it's going in the interim, mm-hmm. is there anywhere they can go to find... I mean, do you publish stats and information anywhere on our Facebook page at all? Yes, I've got a Facebook event page, which I create for each CG each week. So if you're doing the CG, yeah, it's always worth signing up for that. Because uh, then, A, you know who else is doing it, and you could always wing up if you wanted, and B, yes, you, you put updates in there as well. I do, yes. I put a daily update to how the CG is going. Yep, and whether we're about to hit tier eight, quick, quick, get the last things in there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And um, Commander Palantir. Yes. Are you being entertaining this week, or are you a gentleman of mm, leisure, or no, are you going to be flying no. spaceships? Or? No, I, we're, just, uh, we're doing some gardening. Some gardening? Yes, having drive, bought a, drive by gardening. Yes, yes. Having bought um, a greenhouse to replace the old shed, we're growing stuff in there. Oh, what, one of those old fashioned aluminium frame glass shatterable? No, not shatterproof glass. No, it is shatterproof glass. Yes, but I've got tempered oh, glass right. with it. Evil tempered glass, but yes, it is tempered. And little hatches in the roof so that you can yes. cool it off in summer. Yes, and there's chilies growing in there, melons, tomatoes, cucumelons. And those are a strange flavour. They are, mm. yeah. And, and a whole load of beans, a whole load of stuff. So. Well, don't forget to take your Dysonator with you and make them go ping every now and again. I've been, I've been doing that, and I've been taking me, taking me watering hose down as well. But I've been told to stop that. <laughs> well, it is a secluded <laughs> garden, so you aren't going to get yes. too many complaints from the neighbours. Well, not anymore, no. 
and and uh, the apology officer. I, I mean, the the um, your, your stats for these uh, things. It yes. seems to be absolutely fine with all the changes for Odyssey and Horizons. Though I do know they're tearing their hair out a little bit with the tick tick times. Yeah, I don't have I, I don't have any new stats to work with yet. But I think um, I think that's what uh, Antares Fusion's working on. So as soon yes. as they're on Hutton Hill, probably able to do something with them. I don't envy him that task at all because obviously no. the the Horizons Xbox PS4 Galaxy and the Odyssey Galaxy are technically the same though I think their their clocks are a little bit out of sync the the one updates and then the other one updates a little bit later occasionally yeah it is it is a bit like that at the moment but um, I mean in terms of the tech that doesn't make a difference to my stats you know I'll, I can I'll get them when the weekly stats are up. So whenever the tick happens, my stats will appear and I can copy them across. Yeah, I mean, it's but, adding uh, up for a whole week. So it, yeah, it's it, yeah. a whole week's worth. So I'm just waiting for the for the new stuff to become available and we can start reporting on who's found the most flowers and who shot the most people on foot and who... Oh, yes, we've got yeah. new, new stats. Yes, so new who, stats, who is you know? Jean-Claude Van Chicks? Yeah. Or Jean-Claude Van Flossie, yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good fun, you know. No, we're looking forward to it, looking forward to it. Let yeah. us know uh, as and when you've got new, new stats, because then people can chase new, new prizes. I know, put it in with the other ultra-clear stats that we use all the time. And then, uh, Amelia, um, any preferences for the kind of mission we send you on next week? I mean, are you are you feeling a bit more relaxed? Nice. Some, some tea, some Earth Grease yeah, tea no, bugs nice, or something. Nice cup of tea would be nice. Teas and teas and tisans, and little sandwiches with the crusts cut off, with bits of cucumber inside them. Yeah, either that or something insanely alcoholic. Mm, like alcoholic Hendrix tea. with cucumber inside it. Yeah. What, well, like alcoholic Cecil? He's insanely tea. alcoholic. <laughs> well, insane and alcoholic. Yes. <coughs> I made the mistake of taking him out on a mission on foot with me the other day. <laughs> That's an experience. He does get awfully upset when people shoot at him. But, he should um, be used to it, right? Yeah. Well, yes. Usually they just throw things and yell. But, uh, you know, like, what are you doing lying on my front step? <laughs> and what on earth is that smell? That kind of thing. And, my God, you're flammable, man. <laughs> it's just, you know. Right, well, look, that takes us towards the end of the show. Thank you very much to the radio team, to Flossie, to Commander Palantir, to Amelia, to the Apology Officer, and to Chicks. And we will be back next week, same time-ish, same place, probably. Uh, same day it will be thursday and uh, for those of you who are confused uh, by things like bank holidays there isn't a bank holiday next week so thursday is in its usual slot other than that amelia do you have a word for the mug seamless Journey too long, a cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading all the 
scene out to the brim with the rest for the more for the more for the more for the more yeah you know just where we're coming from for the more for the more for the more for the more yeah everybody's seen a trucker's song Flossy always seems to crash into the sun Skibble the pilot on the Xbox One Helping out the free, you know, leads us well Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody else For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's singing the Chucker song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's singing the Chucker song. Give me a large pad that I can land on And I'll give you cargo and sing you my song No point twenty-two light years to go Cruising to a new world No journey too long No cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud, like you don't even care for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the Chucker song For the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing the Chucker song Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?